This is Tara Wilhelmy, your Tuesday morning host of the 8 O'Clock Buzz. We love bringing you this eclectic blend of community, culture, and so much more. In return, we ask for some support through donations to the station. It's easy. Go to wartfm.org slash donate. Thanks for your support, and thanks for listening in. You're listening to WRT 89.9 Madison. Listener-sponsored community radio. The People's Station. No justice! No peace! No justice! No peace! No justice! No justice! No peace! Oh, I say you've been misled. You've been had. You've been took. Man, listen, this is 2023, and we swing in chairs. I am not my ancestors, B. Good morning, Madison. Okay. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Mad Town. It's your girl, Tara, a.k.a. Tia the Plug, up here at Tuesday, 8 o'clock buzz at Wart FM. I've got a special guest with me today, y'all. You know, I'm Madison. I'm so, I could play that I'm so Madison game and win with all y'all dang near. But me and this man go back, back to like middle school, brother. I was thinking about it, and I'm High like. School. Oh, yeah, you're in school. Yeah. I feel like maybe. Wait, so I, I, I do recall being like the Rimrock bus area, right? Yeah. Yep. So was yep. it was it what what year did I we... was in high school? That would have been like eighty six. Okay. Eighty seven. All right. So I love when I'm a little younger than the people <laughs> I work with. Right. <laughs> but yeah, back back. Man, good to yes. have you here. So uh I Klee Gray is who I got in the area with me tonight. Today. Wait, I'm ready for it to be the evening already. That's a shame. I got some fun stuff coming today. But this man is a local entrepreneur currently working with other entrepreneurs as a mentor in one of our Black Chamber programs. And I'm going to let him tell you, but has got this phenomenal program that he's putting together onto the world on his own. And you know I love it when we get it out the mud, when we go and just do it. So now we're going to let the world know what you're doing so we can rally a little bit more support because while it's beautiful for us to get started on our own, it's even better when we have more resources and support from the community, right? Definitely, definitely. All right, well, I did my fair share of introductions, but let, let the people know who's sitting across from me today. Welcome to the Wart Radio Station, my friend. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Tara. Uh, I'm Clee Gray. I'm the CEO of Prodigal Building Systems, Prodigal Component Systems, and Prodigal Development, and also the head instructor for the Prodigal Academy. Uh, uh, the Prodigal Academy is uh, is a program that we're using to in- to introduce people as a pre apprenticeship program into construction. Uh, it's uh, it's a paid program. People come in, they actually work because there are deliverables with it in order for us to to pay for the program. Um, and then we we partner with, with with different groups. Right now, we're uh, in the Dane County area. We're working with Urban Triage. Shout out, Brandy. Yeah, you're right. Um, and she's coming in doing the transformative living with the guys um, and wraparound services currently. Um, and uh, we're also moving in the Milwaukee area. We're looking to. We just secured a facility in Milwaukee, almost twenty thousand square foot. Ooh. 
right? Uh, we're looking to uh, not only do our wall panel manufacturing there, we're also looking for our Prodigal Academy to be there and do trust manufacturing as well. So, yeah, it's a lot of big steps in there. Um, but uh, like I said, we started uh, this year. We were uh, part of the inaugural group of the accelerator program of the MBCC Means Business uh, program. Um, and for y'all who don't know the acronyms, MBCC is our Madison Black Chamber of Commerce. Right. Uh, and then after that, we, you know, I still stick around a mentor mentor with uh, uh, Dan Guerra, um, uh, Giovanni uh, and Camille. So, yeah, no, it's, it's been a it's been a ride. <laughs> Man. And is Mr. Wynn still part of that program? Yes. Yeah. Y'all yes, got Bob some heavy yes. got some heavy hitters over there. OK. Yes. So, yeah, no, it's been it's been a ride. It's been a ride. So and I owe a, I owe a lot to you. You don't know, make me blush. Hey, you, you do not. <laughs> I do. Actually, you know, a lot of people may not know this, but uh, I when I, I, I I'm a justice involved individual myself. Um, when I was released, oh, it's almost going on eight years, eight years ago, I reached out uh, and Tara was actually the person who put me in tune with just Dane and put me in tune to allow me to stay where I'm stay focused on what I needed to do. So a lot of this is thanks to you, man. Nah, but <laughs> I, I, I always appreciate the appreciation, right? But you, you caught me off guard a couple <laughs> years ago and you, you, it was like a post at some place you had expressed this gratitude and you know, brother, I'm just being me, right? You somebody that I've known for a long time. I've always known you to be a stand-up good dude, right? No matter what we was getting into, right? Right? You've always been consistently a good guy and that's just my nature to reach for y'all, right? Like even back then I was, I, I hung with more fellas than the, the girls and you know, <laughs> for whatever people assume about that, that's just how I've always been, you know. And uh how could I not have reached for you when you was coming home, right? And yeah. it was just, but but the reason that it stuck out to me what you said is because in that moment I was unaware, right? Mm -hmm. And and it's so beautiful. We've talked about this with other folks who come on the show. You're moving in your purpose and mm -hmm. you're being true to who you are. And of course we want to affect other people, but often we don't think we don't take that pause to go, wow, what I what what how did I impact this person in this way? Like there's those tangible things. I helped you get a job, I, whatever those things that you do right there in those moments. But for somebody who how would I have not welcomed you home? Right. Like it was it wasn't like, oh, let me hurry up and run over here. It was just this man's home. Right. Welcome home. Right. What do you need, brother? And, and I'm I'm the one that's in people's inbox. And I know sometimes they get home and they're not sure. They're like, uh, what, what? you're a little friendly. But y'all know I am super friendly. Right. But, <laughs> but you right. know, Clee knows me. So he knows I've always been super smiley, friendly lady. But point being, when you said what you just said, right, about uh, the impact you don't realize sometimes how you show up for people in moments and how important it can be to them. So brother, I thank you because you help me know that even when I'm not trying, right. When I'm not focused on like, I need to do this thing. So this impact comes that as long as we continue to show up as our best self, that we're doing that, right? That every time we walk out of a room, there's probably somebody who's been impacted or right. Or, or that we're connecting with that we're going to make impacts. So so I appreciate you for that. And I don't want to take no credit because you just always been a smooth brother. I want to hear more about your path to this. Okay. And 
We're going to play a little music that you gave us. I was excited <laughs> when I saw some of your selections. Uh, sometimes when folks come on the show, I like to ask them, what what's good music for them, right? And so y'all going to get a peek into to Clee's mind when we play these next couple songs today. But tell me just a little, you talked about being justice involved. What what was, a, but it was a little bit of time you were away from the community, right? Yeah, yep. And so that's... Um, We've talked to other people on the show who talk about that transition home and the difficulties getting back into things. Before you left, if I recall, you were already in entrepreneurship, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so just a little bit. I don't. We don't want to know the dicey, yeah, right, whatever right, you want right, to share, right. brother. But yeah, right. So <clears throat> what ends up happening is, uh, for me, I had to recognize that I, I myself am an alcoholic, right? That I. I cannot drink, you know, anybody who know me even drinking knows I've never drank one. You know, I've never went in and, oh, I'm just going to have one and call it a day. That may have been what I said when I walked in, but yeah. it was never what I did. Um, and I didn't recognize that early on. It it, it took later in life uh, to figure it out. Like, you know what? Maybe if I if I honestly give it a great shot at sobriety. Maybe then, you know, things will go my way because I noticed that there are those times when I was two, three years into sobriety that my life was actually smooth. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's there's always going to be hiccups and everything else. But when you have that ability or that opportunity to to take a look at it and step back and, and take an honest look at it and then take a look at yourself, you realize that, hey, I can't, I'm not built like other people. I'm not, I'm not that person. You know, are there people who can go and network and, and have a great time and do all these things? Yeah, I'm just not one of them. Now, can I go and network and have a great time? Yes, I can. I just do it drinking ginger beer. I just do it, you know, maybe drinking water, you know, stuff like that. But I'm still, you know, outgoing, you know, people may think that I've that drank sometimes, <laughs> but it's it's one of those things that I had to focus on that. And I think that by focusing on my sobriety, I was able to focus on my goals. Yeah. Um, a lot of people uh, are amazed that when I when I set goals, I set some goals uh, while I was incarcerated. Literally, I, I touched every one of those goals uh, within the first uh, two years that I was I was released. Uh, like literally from home ownership to, you know, I even said I wanted to own a motorcycle. I wanted to own a big truck. I wanted to own <laughs> all of these things. So lit- I did all of that and I did it correctly. Mm, and as yeah. because of that, I appreciate it more. Yeah. So I, I, I absolutely, uh, that resonates with me a lot. I, w- I was just meeting with a young person that's just coming home. Mm. And um, we talked about the energy he has right now, the goals he has. But we also talked about the reality of the system and the world beating up against those goals and how right. much it's going to take for him to stay focused on those goals and not to retreat back to what the behaviors that got him where he's returning home to us. Right. Exactly. Uh, but in that, I, I talked about that same thing about like um, that reset, the reframe of those skills, like none of the things I'm doing right now as an entrepreneur are new skills. I'm applying them in different settings, right? The language is a little different. I shared with him just about some of my past and my story and how even right now my network 
is very much the same people, right? right. Some of the same people I was in the streets with are, are still the people that I show up and have conversations at these tables with who they're, they're essential to the work. Mm-hmm. When we're in our community talking about how do we impact the most impacted people by the disparities, right. there's no way that I'm not talking to the same people, right? That I'm still not uh, making sure that I'm known in in a, in a street setting, and now it's also in a corporate setting. But that's to me, that's how the magic works. And I watched you come home and get busy, mm-hmm. right? And in my mind, you've always been a go getter. Thank you. <laughs> and so, so I w- I wasn't surprised. I was proud and. When you really think about the the phenomenal nature of setting goals, attaining them, but then add to it the things like I, I just I just recently uh, last year went and bought a car and I was so excited about this car and it's it's small things to people doing real big things right and it's the most expensive car I've bought off a lot with fully legal funds right and that was that was uh, you heard the part I emphasized right yes oh, oh that, yes. that I hustled and made this money off of my brain and my intellect and my business knowledge which I was using all of those things, right? right the hustle is the hustle and that was the part that was the mm-hmm. thing I was so that really resonated with me about how you got it too right. and that was part of the conversation I had with the young man and he's already feeling the pressure of his pockets being lighter right and I said but brother you got to stay focused on the fact that you're not too far away from getting that back right right and that you're going to be able to do it in a way you can be proud of right in a way that doesn't cause nervous and anxiety more so than when the, we, we won't get into the police profile that was last right. week but right like there's a little less anxiety involved when you know you ain't got a pack in the car exactly. no heater in the car exactly. it's not a stolen car and you ain't got warrants and right or if you do it's like a driving thing right it's just right. a different level um yeah it is no it, it definitely is a different level uh you know you don't yeah, is it is it an inconvenience to get pulled over? Yes, it is mm-hmm. definitely. You know, and uh, is there that high anxiety? Yes, there is. Uh, but at the same token, is it the anxiety that they're going to find something in my in my right. truck or, or anything? No, not at all, not at all. Because one, I don't have that that type of stuff in my car for one, because I don't have it. Yeah, and I don't hang around people that do. That have it in too, their pocket yeah. because that that plays a lot into when you're trying to set goals you can quickly derail yourself mm-hmm. you know we talked about uh 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 being around the same people that you were in into the streets with yes but you have to be there at a different level and uh the people the people who are for you are going to respect that the people who are not are not going to respect that. You know, they're going to want to, man, come on, man. You can come here and have a drink, man. Here, hit this, you know, all that kind of, no, nah, I don't, you know, th- those kind of people, those are the ones that, you know, I'll, I'll see on a cursory, you know, they've now, they, they may have been good friends. That, that, that I may have uh, understood them to be friends then, but now what I look at them as, okay, well, associate, if you need a hand, let me know, mm-hmm. you know, but until then, you know, you and I, we can't, we can't, interact like that because of the fact that I don't want to put myself in a position where do I think that I could I could relapse and I could do this relapse happens all the time you see a lot of different people there's a story of a man uh what was that just last week I believe he had 33 years of sobriety in and decided just to throw it all away and went right back down there there's a saying that that goes that whatever level you were at when you stopped you hit that level back when you start again. Ooh, okay. So imagine after 33 years, if you are a down and out drunk, 
you hit 33 years sobriety. So you lived an entire lifetime, basically, without a drink. And then you decided to hit it. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're right back into the same quagmire you were in back then. Well, and also something else I've heard is you're at a higher risk for overdose, like to fatal levels at that point, right? Because men mentally, you think you can still handle what you used to handle right and your body's been 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 purged of it right, right. but it welcomes it back yes it does with yeah. open arms yeah right <laughs> that's that's yes. that's scary and you know in the work we do in peer support that's around recovery we also talk about recovery as an ongoing always it's, it's not a linear journey journey right. right it's not i started at a and now i'm at b sometimes you you do cycle back to b right yeah, a, yeah. and you and you just have to keep going the resilience and strength it takes to, to, first of all, the insight to recognize and name it, mm -hmm. right? So shout out to you for showing up and modeling that for us this morning, what well, that looks you. like, to just say it as a fact, to own that that's part of you, who you are, and to talk about what you've done to ensure that you can be your best self despite that, right? Exactly. So how do you use that? And that's so much of the work that we do is taking folks, uh, ourselves and others, and taking those things that have been previously considered negatives and figuring out how do we make them into the positives, whether that's just the motivation, that fuel that you use to go, or in some of our cases, it's still, it's a repeat of those skills. We're just reapplying them in different settings and ways. Exactly. And that's, and you know, part of it, I, I did, so part of what, you and you got me introduced to was the circle of support coming out of just Dane with John Givens. Yeah, I think I I think to this day and John 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 will probably co-signed on this. I had one of the longest running uh, circles going because I utilized my circle as my circle of mentors yeah. to to be able to, I, I bounced every idea that came off of there. You know, I was working at a job. You know, don't get me wrong. When I day one, I came out. I came out. You know, and and got a job right away. I came out. Uh, looking for other things but i had i had goals i had ambitions i I know what i needed and i also know that i needed help right mm -hmm. i also know that i i needed to i needed these groups to be able to to assist me with with my path and part of that was through the circle of recover uh circle of support and that group i'm telling you i had people from epic i had people from all walks of life like literally they weren't uh they weren't in my i don't think Outside of that circle of that circle of support, they would have been in my circle at that time. Yeah. But it also showed to me that I can have and mm -hmm. interact with people outside of my circle. And it's a great thing. Right? And now look at you giving right back. Right. Where are you hey. at? Doing the same thing for other folks. Well, like, like you said, each one teach one, right? I, I so love it's it. <laughs> I didn't pay for that, y'all. I did not pay for that. My brother just knows. Okay. Man. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Shout out to Just Dane because... You saying that makes me realize how long that they've been a trusted resource to me. Oh, yeah. Because the young man that I just met with yesterday, you know he's connected as well, right? Right. And it's to the point now where I don't know who's referring to who because he showed up uh, because of our personal connections. He's a young man that knows my kids, and I've been in his ear for at least 10 years about his potential and I'm here when you're ready to do these things, and if you're in trouble, still holler at me, right? Right. And so... Um, he had his mom reach out to me when he knew he was getting ready to come home. Then he sent a letter and then uh, he got connected to Just Dane and one of their programs that services people while they're transitioning. Right. Right. That's such a huge part to yes, have that connection to the community before and while you're coming home. And um, they sent him to me. Right. And he he talked to some like it's just it, and he was excited yesterday when we met because there's this overlap. But you talked about this already, this circle of support around him where 
everybody he said that he's getting connected to and he's feeling empowered by we're all referring and, and we work together right and it's this it's this huge thing that it's not just knowing the name of a company to send a person to mm-hmm. but i have deep trust that when i send folks over there they're going to give you right because I'm, I'm one of those people that unless i feel like you're going to get what you need i'm not to pass you over so i'd have to work i'd had to, you'd have never got rid of me if i didn't feel <laughs> not that right. it's a bad thing right but i'm just saying but they're just it's it's phenomenal and so also shout out to expo and jd jerome diller yes. is another oh, person that wraps around y'all and and he's involved with this young person and when i see all of us showing up for the same person and then they're talking that goals I see the next you, right? Right. I see the next individual who's going to 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 make a difference in our community, um, because he used to get into the things, right? Right. And um, and it's it's um, it's going to be huge watching him take all that energy and put it into something positive this year. That's awesome, and that and that's what it's about. And part of it is is that you have to trust it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to trust the process. You're not going to. Part of the problem with me was that I always thought I I I knew the best way out. Mm-hmm. When I finally figured out that hey, I don't, I don't I don't always have the answers to everything. I need to reach out to somebody, and mm-hmm. I and I still do that to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I had a conversation with Camille Carter from the NBC the other day, just because every now and then I need that that reassurance. I talked to uh, Dan Guerra at least two three times a month, right? <laughs> because I need that. I need that. I talked to Giovanni. I talked. Shout out Giovanni. I, good right, people. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> so I reach, I, I reach out and I talk to all of these people because of the fact that I don't always have the answer. And sometimes just talking to them, mm-hmm. it helps me mm-hmm. come up with the answer. Mm-hmm. Do they just give it away? No, they don't. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's a lot of things that you have to really work hard for in order to 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 get it. And And part of it is, is understanding where they're coming from. Like literally, they're not telling you something that's that's not wrong they're going to tell you the truth and that's mm-hmm. the reason why i love these people in my life because of the fact they'll tell you man Clee, that's that's kind of shaky and it's like okay yeah you you're absolutely <laughs> correct yeah let, let me readjust let me see why do i say that you know but that's probably the 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 greatest asset anybody can have is just trust it you mm-hmm. know trust it on especially like with the circle because i i took i took everything from my ideas to a a new company or should i take this company should i jump on this step or should i just stay right where i'm at you know it's not it's not making good money but it's at least making money yeah you know uh should i or should i try this or should i try it how should i try it then like well you know what clee what do you think and then what do you think about uh what if you just took it one step at a time just you know while you're still working why don't you do it as side and this and that you know i just want to jump in head first and just go of course right and it's you can't always do that now sometimes you can and, 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 and it works out fine <laughs> you but see, i got the guilty smile over here right mm, i oh, like yeah. to do that as well and not everybody around me doesn't love that about me right some people right. do but some people are mm. right <laughs> it makes and other it, people nervous when you're like fearless like yep we're gonna do it here yep, we go yep i i got a lot of that going on right now so it's but you it know. takes that brother it does um one of the things i talk to aspiring entrepreneurs about is no matter uh, which one of our programs in town or a mixture of us that you go to for advice, the one component that none of us can give you is your bravery. Right. Right. And no matter how you cut it, you got to be brave. Yes. You got to be brave to jump out here and to start a business, to start a program, you, you, and to take advice from others, to share things that you're passionate about with other people, to get the advice and the feedback. And yeah, you got to be brave. And I said, like, no, none of us can instill that in you. Right. 
So, yeah. and that's yeah, that is that is it in a nutshell. Because you, there's a lot of different situations that will try you. Like I like mm. like it says, try your gangster. You know, it's it's one of those those things that my gangster has been getting touched since October. So <laughs> let me tell you, my professional gangster has been getting tap tap. Right, it gets and it happens. And it the the one thing is, and this is something that I'm learning now. I'm 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 constantly evolving, constantly yes. learning. Um, I was more reactionary because I didn't, you know, because of the fact that Prodigal was started basically to get more BIPOC people into the industry, right? My goal is not not to have a whole crew, a whole bunch of, of BIPOC people and they only work for Prodigal. Uh-uh. My goal is to get all these BIPOC people and get them in the industry, meaning that they can work for another company. They can work for some of these bigger, bigger companies. Because we're members of Associated Builders and Contractors, we actually ha- have an in with a lot of different uh, 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 contractors throughout the state. So like I said, with our program, although we focus on carpentry just on our end, it's as a pre-apprenticeship uh, program because we're giving you this introduction, introductory uh, session into the industry, right? And that's through carpentry. Because through carpentry, you can be an electrician. Through carpentry, you can be a plumber. Through carpentry, you can be HVAC. Because a lot of the same things that we do, you got to apply in those areas as well. And those are all nice money, life-sustaining professions. And there's a lot to be said for... um, A lot of people talk about the demise of our working class being linked to the ending of trades being offered in school settings, right? Right. That the idea that we were preparing our students to go to college and nothing else. We, yeah, and then we also know, like, we won't get into the, the data. Right. But I do have something I thought about this morning. Last night I was watching the news, and I I'm, I often try not to watch the news or be on social media for my own <laughs> mental wellness, but I was, and I saw Joe Gothard, I'm sorry, Doctor Joe, Joe Gothard, Gothard right. uh, is is on the top three for our superintendent from MMSD, and I'll tell you frankly, I didn't know that we could get him back. I didn't know he would come back to us. Um, right? I did not even know this is news to me. Right? So okay, so I'm glad so, when I'm so with people. So you're breaking news right now. Okay, to me, right? <laughs> like they would say, right? It's in the newspaper, but I'm thrilled. I literally got excited. Um, shout out, Joe's also. So Clee and I are, are La Follette alumni. Right. Joe is also La Follette alumni. I'm not going to say <laughs> anything about how many of us Eastsiders are dope or anything, but <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, right. we, we have a little special little swag of you was back then in the like right. 80s, 90s. Well, you see, I'm still wearing the colors. Okay, right. right. <laughs> he did come in here represented. It's a good, it's good, okay. Right. But yeah, but so shout out to Joe, Dr. Joe. That's going to take some getting these two, right? right? So Joe is one of my my older brother's like basketball, football homies. And you mm-hmm. know, um, little sisters of sports guys get teased relentlessly by... And like they were seniors when I was a freshman. So they just add to that, that I'm freshman little Wilhelmie. And that got yelled down the hall quite a lot that first year. Little Wilhelmie! Oh, I don't know y'all, right? right? But I'm proud to say most of the brothers that, you know, we've got some phenomenal folks. Charles Dean uh, yep. in town still doing some stuff. Black entrepreneur doing a lot. Um, I just, I get excited when I watch the growth. And I think about... Um, how we can and bring some of what we grew up with here back as well. Um, up until recently, I used to tell people there was more for us to do when we were teenagers than there was for me to do as an adult here. Mm-hmm. Now, recently, all these party planners, we've been shaking it up and it's a lot to do. Um, 
But I just think about we had Wally Gators, Wally Gators. Shockwave. Some of us made it out to the little what, level two or something out there. Right. But I just look. We just had a lot of places, um, and so those of us that are still in town, there's this natural connection because I grew I grew up seeing you daily, brother. Right. Right. Like, right. Right. At school, after school, and on the weekend, and it, and and that's part of that longevity those relationships are key to what we're doing now right they really are for me um when i get a chance to one I've, i i can point back to those relationships because it feels like sometimes now relationships are more temporary in the world like my kids um don't necessarily have that longevity of relationships um you know, I, I'm blessed to still be tight with some of the, you know, the the little crew that was the crew. We still crew, right? right. And so, yeah, and, and and you too, though, right? Cause oh yeah, got some. You and the wife got some years, years. Yeah, in. we actually. It's funny that you brought up uh, Walligators. That's where we met. That's wow. Right. <laughs> Wow. But I, yeah, <laughs> that was, yeah, that tells you how long ago that was. You know, we, we're not gonna say anything. <laughs> we gonna leave that. <laughs> we ain't gonna age yeah, ourselves. Right. We just grown in here. We gonna yeah, leave it we at just that. Grown, yeah, yeah, we we of age. <laughs> <laughs> we have a good age though. Yeah, right. I ain't tripping about my age. Right I, I'm not either. You know what? I actually, and I, this is gonna be the funny thing. A lot of people, you know, they make fun. Oh, you, oh, you're almost a ARP age. What they don't realize, I got my ARP car last year. <laughs> right. <laughs> I ain't scared of the benefits. What you right, talking about? Right, I want all of them. Right, I'm watching that menu till I get. <laughs> I like a discount, okay? <laughs> and I've earned these jokes, right? And I'll say for both of us, we wearing it well. Yes. So, okay. No, it's, yeah, all right. That's, that's what that's what we do, right? <laughs> okay, we we big ups each other up in here, right? John, you want to bring us a little bit of music? Let's share with the world. With the man, the 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 now infamous, we go right, the right. locally infamous Clee Gray chose for his music. Here y'all go, a, a moment in this man's hip hop mind. I was a fiend. Before I became a teen, I melted microphones instead of cones and ice cream music orientated. So when hip hop was originated, fitted like pieces of puzzles, complicated. Cause I grabbed the mic and try to say yes, y'all. They try to take it and say that I'm too small. Cool. Cause I don't get upset. I kick a hole in the speaker, pull a plug, then I jet. Then I back to the lab. The mic of the mic of the microphone. Okay, y'all know where he at now. Y'all know where he coming from now. The microphone. I said, what? I see you say that. I said, okay, I ain't heard that in a minute, but that's the jam. Okay. Right, right. You know, I'm classic with it. Okay. You know, I'm classic with it. And now that's always been a hard hitting song. That that Classic is right, because I can't imagine that song not ever making me move a little bit, right? Right. So it, it, it's been great catching up, getting a little bit of uh, idea about your general philosophy, but the people want to know details. Right. So first, let's talk about uh, Prodigal Academy mm -hmm. and just who and the, like how long it lasts, more the details of this program. And I know you, you're just finishing your inaugural cohort, we're right? Just starting. First, right just we're just starting. Right. Yes, we're, we're, right. we're just started our third week yesterday. Okay. This group has uh, this third, uh, this group here, uh, we, we had some iterations, you know, some, we, we did some research and development type of iterations throughout the last year. Um, then we figured out, you know what, we need to be in a controlled setting, mm -hmm. meaning that we need to be in a in a manufacturing space, meaning that we make the wall panels. Uh, currently, they're wood, but we're looking to do steel stud as well. Um, we, we do wall panels for residential, multifamily uh, dwellings. And then uh, that 
help sustain the program currently. It's not it's not everything. Like I said, we all we are using our own profits to assist uh, and to train and to teach. And we have we have a I, I like to say that we have a captive audience. They say that you have a captive audience when you have in there. Well, I'll tell you what, we don't have to worry about weather. We don't have to worry about um, whether you're too hot, too cold. Although some people think that I could turn the heat up in, the, in, in there a little bit. But no, we're good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it also gives you an opportunity to really train. Uh, this first group is a, is a diverse group. It's a, it's a very diverse group. Some of these guys, I didn't even, what's funny is I didn't recruit this group. So I had uh, my HR at the time. Uh, they recruited the group, and it it is just a perfect group. Some of these guys I I've known, and it just so it was just weird how this whole uh, this thing melded together. Mm. It was great, and I got to thank Kelly Noel, who 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 actually put this group together for us, and it was a uh, it literally is a <laughs> I got to stop saying that cuz that that is my word and and the guys already making fun of literally, it already. 3 okay. weeks in they say oh literally, literally. is your word, right? <laughs> uh but it's it's one of these things that I I I'm so amazed at this group from day 1. It it has been uh just a a a bunch of guys that didn't know each other from nowhere uh and they're coming together and it is well a couple of guys actually knew each other but they didn't know that they were part of the program it was that that part was funny bond when you're transitioning together it is when you're learning and you're reaching for your goals and you have that support it's 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 different you you could go into that situation with somebody you've known for years and and realize that you've never met them before exactly when you're in those situations exactly and this group i mean in just the two weeks that they've been there like right now they're they're uh, they're doing that what we call the introductory to, to carpentry and part of that is is that because of the fact that we we are investing in this group we're also looking to keep this group so mm-hmm. part of the way the program is set up is is that you do six six months it's a full year program but you do six months inside the panel uh, component system now during there we we do different things we might we might jump to a job site if that job site at that I was just telling the guys that this morning uh, that if that job site has something that I that's part of our curriculum that I want them to learn before they six months are done I might jump them to the job site to show them how this is done and actually work it that way um, there's also an opportunity um, while we're in there you know they're framing uh, about 75% of the time they're also uh, doing a lot of other things we introduce them to finish carpentry we introduce them to uh, drywall we introduce them to tiling we introduce them to flooring we introduce them to carpet we introduce them to um, I forgot the other one I'm sorry steel stud uh, construction we also introduce them to acoustical ceiling ceiling panels uh, ceiling tile uh, so there's a lot of things that we introduce them to and if they if they take hold to it and they say you know what I like doing that that was that was the highlight of my cohort or the highlight of my group then you know what why don't we focus on that you know get good at it and now all of a sudden you specialize in that or let's see can can I hook you up with somebody that does that as a company because if you don't you don't have to come in because we we specialize prodigal building systems itself specializes in uh, carpentry, uh, rough framing, finish and drywall services, also acoustical ceiling tile as well. But if that is not a good fit for you, we're looking at that six month mark to get you placed because part of their graduation requirement is, is that they have to maintain uh, uh, employment for 90 days 
during that second six months at a minimum of 90 days. So it's not saying that at six months we just kick them out. No, you you keep on working until we find you a placement or you are placed, say, with prodigal or whatever. Now you're a crew and this crew is special and it's uh, you're a crew and then you'll have a, a crew leader or a foreman that's going to lead uh, and and get you going. It's like I'm over here going in my head, oh, you know, when you have, because you have all of the components that personally I believe are successful like those are those keys to success right you're targeting who you're bringing in you're wrapping around them you're creating a supportive community and connection you're giving them hands-on opportunities and like a smorgasbord to like right and so that's that adaptive adult learning that space where I I, I'm giving you these opportunities and introducing you to these things and I'm letting you self-select what feels right and then I'm pouring into that Right. Whereas a lot of times programs are like, this is what I think you need. This is what I'm giving you. Boom, you're successful. Why aren't you working? Why isn't this working? Right. Right. And then you're including the 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 part that urban triage is bringing. Right. That transformational learning, because um, there's an emotional journey. I, yes. I'm not telling you anything you don't know because right. you've been on it. But there's an emotional journey when you. um are being supported sometimes for the first time in this way. Um, when you see a light at the end of the tunnel, like people, um, w- some of the work that I've done was directly influenced by the time I spent supporting other people's programs, right? I've mm. been an outreach specialist where I go to the community and bring people in. And sometimes there would be that drop off where you'd see people highly engaged. It would be making a change for them. They would be happy and they would start to see this change of that change was an option, right? Right. That was available. And then, um, out of a cohort of 12, three might've got placed. Right. And so the other nine, where do they go? What happens? And then they get cycled back into another program where this journey starts again. And even in, and people in, especially some of the black men in my personal life, after three or four times of that, you're you're the anxiety and you don't like why would I do this thing because now I've learned that I can get built up this high to get dropped down this low to get built up this high right and and people talk about emotional roller coasters but that's also a thing in this in this work to change and grow and so I, I hear you talking about wrapping around and supporting people holding on to them keeping them within the state giving them something to do after the fact like this is not a cookie cutter program that no. people are going to walk away with their certificate that they're going to add to their pile of seven certificates right. and look like they've been busy. This is something that's going to change people's lives. Exactly. Families. And that's, and that's the way, that's the way you have to approach it. One of the things uh, people will, people will, will quote me as saying this and some people are going to hate me for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I say it on the radio. I say it in person. It doesn't matter that a lot of the programs that are, that are there, like you saying, all of these programs that are there, a lot of these programs, I call them glorified math classes. Mm. Basically what they're doing is they're giving you the math skills to, train to take a test so that you can get a piece of paper that says you can be hired by this company or you can do this and that the fact that we do it as part of a merit-based program meaning that we're looking we're looking to get you when you when you work for a, a merit shop company basically those companies you're not stuck doing just framing you're not stuck just doing trim you're not stuck just doing drywall if we have it, you can be doing just about anything, right? This week you might be you might be doing framing. This week, tomorrow you might be doing siding. You know, so and this is and because of the more skills that you have, mm. the more opportunity yep. you have. So you we that. keep you busy. Yeah. You know, and that's that to me, that's one of the main uh objectives here. 
you know, with us because, like I said, it, it's too many times we get in there with them glorified math class. We feel good. I was part of that. I, I fell victim to that myself. I felt so great. I went in there. You know, I've, I've always been good at math. So, you know, that's, that's <laughs> what I was my thing. You know, math Olympian at La Folla. You okay, know, that kind okay. of thing. Shout right, out, right, out. right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Pop the collar. Okay. Right. But it's one of those things that when you're when you go back and you pass that test you felt so good you know i was calling up yep. my family hey yep. look i made the test i made the test and then you go in there you work for this company and then all of a sudden when that's done guess what you're sitting on a bench yep which, womp womp. that's what right, i hear yep. right womp womp. and now all of a sudden back then uh last time that happened uh it was like two something a week is what you collected in unemployment mm-hmm. you know and it's like okay so what you know i i worked for six months and now i'm off for six months a year you know, and it's like that, that I, it, but you touch right on something me. else that's important. You're compensating people on this journey, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. And so it's not, um, that's, that's the other thing. A lot of times that I've, I've also taken fault in. And so part of the work I did when I was self-funding is the same thing as I needed to be able to pay people to do the work along, like to learn how to do the work because you're talking about a year. No, I don't have a year to give anybody for the thing, the, the the most important thing to me. I don't have a year to give you without getting some compensation because I got bills all year. Right. Right. I mean, you're talking about we we were just going over numbers uh, last night in our meeting last night. You're looking at a you're looking at roughly about one hundred and eighty thousand dollars per participant for that year. And that includes all the wraparound services that includes the, uh, their wages. And that includes a lot of other things that go into it. But when we're looking at how much does, what is the actual cost of an individual? It's $180,000 for us to get this person through here. And what, uh, what's your ideal size of your co- of each cohort? So ideal, you're looking at about six to eight. Six to eight people. Yep. And then they're with you for a year, and so you're doing one cohort a year right it's, now. No, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> every question, every I already know. right, you already know. <laughs> so we're looking, we're I, we're looking to start up a new cohort every, uh, roughly every quarter. Mm-hmm. So we're looking to run four cohorts uh, in a year. Because uh, remember, as I said, during that that uh, that six month, we're looking to place that other yeah. that that group. So whether you and that's part of their their group, but they also have while they're working. So let's let's say and uh, let's say they're working for uh, uh, Joe Blow Construction, and I'm just putting that yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because I didn't want to name somebody else right now, <laughs> right? Uh, let's say they're they're working for uh, Joe Blow uh, Construction. Uh, they can they still have to finish their final project, which is a project that covers a lot of different. Uh, things that they've learned over the last six months uh our group were able i've i've already had this in, in our curriculum but uh last friday i took our group now it just so happened that it coincided with abc's uh apprenticeship skills competition so that was in washington uh county uh we took we uh, took a day field trip basically down there and the guys got to see uh competition in electrical hvac plumbing wow. and carpentry and the winners in that got to represent Wisconsin at the Nationals down in Kissimmee, uh, Florida this year uh, at the Nationals in March. That's so, phenomenal. Right. Right. So now he's also building in leadership. Right. Right. Brother, aside from just being a dope guy. Right. Congratulations. <laughs> this is phenomenal. I'm so I'm so proud and I'm excited for our community. Now, let's talk about how people can get engaged with you and support you, because that's not a small ticket. No. One hundred eighty thousand per person, uh, six to eight individuals, four cohorts, and let's go back to this is a black male entrepreneur. 
right? Who has gotten it out the mud, hopped right. off the porch, pulled it up out the mud, cleaned it off, and it's beautiful and shiny. And he's doing this with his profits, right? And I love that. That we we uh, our program Ujama, right? That right. The concept of Ujama, this idea that those of us going ahead come back and pull people in, and we create this thriving entrepreneurial. Uh, ecosystem is what I like to call it. It's not enough that we have black businesses. We need this economic ecosystem. You, my friend, are, are, are one of those that are leading that way, right? You're at the top of that pile because you're creating revenue for yourself and growing your business. And now you're, you're spreading that out and allowing other families to do the same. And yeah. I'm, I'm, it's phenomenal. But how do we support you? How do we help that to keep growing and going? So there, there's, a, there's various ways that you, that you can do that. I mean, we, we do take, uh, we are looking for sponsorships. We're looking for people to sponsor, you know, if they want to sponsor an, an entire individual, they want to sponsor an entire cohort, they can, uh, they can get in touch with me directly and I can, I can uh, direct them how to do that through our nonprofit partners. Uh, but I also have, uh, like I said, we're, we're always looking for people to engage with, you know, we're also looking for organizations to engage with. Hey, I can't do it by myself, but will I try? Yes, I will. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, right now, our, our cohort right now is five guys, you know, uh, can I use the profits from from our other ventures and from the the wall component systems in and of itself to pay for those guys? Yes, I can. So again, if people want to order, you know, if if companies are out there, hey, yeah. look, Just you want to order some wall you. panels? Yeah, yep. that's probably the, one of the biggest ways to do it. Allow us to uh, to grow through that through our wall panels through our. Uh, home building here in Dane County you're going to see we we got we got some stuff brewing in Milwaukee that's supposed to be breaking ground here shortly and then uh Dane County is next so it's and when I'm saying next I'm, I'm not talking about next year I'm talking about like next, right, around right? right around the corner right <laughs> so there's a lot that we're doing that helps that 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 will help grow this as well how do people get in touch with you oh they can they can they can the best way to reach me is by email it's c l e at prodigal s y s dot u s that's C L E at P R O D I G A L S Y S dot us. And, and if you didn't get a chance to write that down, as always, you can go to the Culturally Rooted Facebook page. We'll upload it there. Ward FM is going to put it out there so you can go to all the different places and we'll make sure that you can connect with this, this gentleman and support him. Uh, we're going to go to your last song. <laughs> Yeah, that's how can we can we end like that? John John made a face at me. Sometimes I get in trouble with John. My timing isn't always the <laughs> they just deal with me. Thank you so much for Thank sharing you. this time with us. Uh I can't wait. I'm I'm gonna I'm bring you back again. We're gonna hear from Clee again, uh, so we can just keep learning about the growth of this program. But thank you very much for what you're doing and for coming up here and spending some time with me. Thank you. Absolutely. Wart FM, uh, 89.9 Wart FM. And this has been Tara and Klee on the Tuesday 8 o'clock buzz. All right, Madtown, have a great week. I never get lonely. I got these goals to keep me company. I took the rear view off of this so forward so I only see him in front of me. Now the past is out of sight and out of mind. Swore I changed, now I'm back chasing these white lines I'm just a long-haired son of a sinner Searching for new ways I can get gone I'm a pedal to the highway If you ever wonder why we write these songs 
have been listening to Tuesday at O'Clock Buzz on WRT 89.9 FM in Madison, Wisconsin. Coming up after this, three hours of folk music on one fine morning, Peter Allen. But first, the Insurgent Radio Kiosk.